This podcast is brought to you by DNA Ticks, the genetic ecosystem. The genetics industry is coming to the blockchain. For the first time ever, users can test, store, and transfer their DNA safely and anonymously. DNA Ticks is transforming the way we map, store, and use DNA. The DNA Ticks token sale has just begun. Register now to get early access to the new genetics ecosystem. DNAtix.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. This podcast is brought to you by DNAtix the genetic ecosystem. The genetics industry is coming to the blockchain. For the first time ever, users can test, store, and transfer their DNA safely and anonymously. DNAtix is transforming the way we map, store, and use DNA. The DNAtix token sale has just begun. Register now to get early access to the new genetics ecosystem. DNAtix.com. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is... uh, Amir Inditsky, uh, the CEO of a company called Daze, D-A-Y-Z-Z. And we're going to be talking about uh, what they're doing in the world of sleep. So, Amir, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, hopefully this conversation will be so interesting that no one will fall asleep. But uh, <laughs> I, hope, I really <laughs> hope so, that it will be the first time that no one actually goes to sleep. <laughs> Very good. So tell me about the premise of Daze. What's the company about? So actually, Daze is developing... Um, sleep improvement solution. Now, uh, the way we tackle this problem, which is in the rise these days, is that opposed to other solutions that are focusing in monitoring or either focusing in treatment in, in, in a certain disorder, specifically disorders like sleep apnea or insomnia, base what we're trying to do or developing is a whole is a holistic, comprehensive solution from the assessment stage because most of the people actually don't know why they are, they are, they are tired. They just know that hmm. they are tired and they have a problem, but they don't know what exactly is their disorder. And therefore, a lot of them are uh, trying solution that does not suit their actual disorder. And in the, in the best, in, in the good case, they can just do nothing. In the worst case, they can harm themselves because they're using the wrong solution for their disorder. So they just, first of all, is, is doing an assessment for the for the okay. user, and then according to the assessment, we tailor a personalized training sleep training program that actually is uh, uh, we are combining or we smart mixing several kinds of solutions which are already some of them are in the market like CBT uh, relaxation sessions. Um, and sleep hygiene, obviously, nutrition, exercise, etc. And we are we are uh, personalized uh, mixing all of these together in order to create for you a personalized sleep training plan. Yeah, I mean, from what I know, you know, I mean, everyone's had problems with sleep at one time or another. So, you know, I, I, there's a whole bunch of things that I would do. Like I have blackout curtains, and you know, I try to keep the room yeah. cool, and you know, I'll take melatonin and. Yeah, so first of all, it's very important to say that our target audience is people who really suffer from sleep disorders. It's not like you had 
a bad week at work, or maybe you had uh, like uh, uh, bad thoughts for three days or so, and then every, everything is okay. We're talking about mm. people who really suffer from sleep disorder for years and years or months, and they can't sleep. They really have a high awareness for sleep solutions. They are searching for sleep solutions. They, they need sleep solutions. Now, what okay. they have today in the traditional health system is for most of them, actually, there is no solution because for a lot of chronic diseases, as you probably know, the traditional health system cannot support you along the way of behavioral changes that you need to do in order to treat your disorder. And this is what, what Dave is trying to do with this, with our uh, propriety algorithm in order to learn about you by collecting data about you and then tailored and personalized and adjust over time the solution, especially for you. So what are some of the top reasons you see people have, uh, you know, they're tired all the time or they're just not sleeping well? Are there any categories? Yeah, so, yeah. so obviously there is the sleep apnea, and this is something that we can help you with the CPAP adherence or other solutions to, uh, to solve this problem. And I have to say that in a lot of cases of sleep apnea, uh, we can even create or, or, or help you to put the CPAP aside and maybe even get better in such a way that you will not need any uh, third-party solutions. So this is for sleep apnea, but in other disorders like insomnia, circadian sleep disorders, restless leg, etc., um, we see a very high linkage between what we call type A personality and sleep disorders. So it's 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 a lot about mental issues, anxiety, stress at work, stress at at uh, your workplace, um, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's a lot about uh, your uh, sleep hygiene and how you treat your sleep, how you treat your days. Actually, which is something which is very important in days in our company because a lot of sleep solutions actually target only the time that you are in bed and they're trying to help you to go to sleep or to improve your sleep quality. But actually, most of the things that uh, affect your, your, your sleep quality happens during the day. It's what you eat, is uh, what you do during your, uh, uh, during, uh, uh, between, uh, while you work at the office, and what you do when you go out with, with friends, and when you have sure. uh, time for just thinking about stuff. So a lot of happens, a lot of things that happens during the day has, has a huge effect of what happens during the night. And this is why we collect data about the end user 24 seven. So what do you find out about the people that have problems sleeping? You know, what, like, what do you ask them to collect during their day? And what do you notice that, uh, are there any trends that affect a lot of people's sleep negatively? Yeah. So, what was, so first of all, we have, we, we, created a propriety assessment, which is a questionnaire. And you, when you onboard the app, you need to answer a few questions. It's not a lot, but you need to, ask, to answer a few questions related to your uh, lifestyle and, li and sleep habits. Usually, after this short questionnaire, we have a very good assumption of your problem. And this is, and actually these days we are validating our questionnaire or our remote assessment protocol uh, to see if we can uh, very accurately diagnose your sleep disorder opposed to uh, the golden standard, which is a sleep doctor or sleep lab. So this is what we're doing today in hospitals, uh, also in the United States. 
and in Israel to see that we can remote diagnose very accurately. So after you, you onboard the app, behind the scenes, we probably know in a very good uh, 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 accuracy exactly what your problem is, and, and then we can tailor you uh, a specific plan. But just after that, we keep collecting data, obviously, uh, uh, from a lot of sources. Some of them are uh, um, related to your mobile behavior. So if you're using Facebook at 3 o'clock in night, you obviously you're not sleeping. And, and mm. obviously, you can sync your uh, uh, your uh, wearable device like Fitbit, etc. And then we can measure your uh, your sleep patterns, and and then we can adjust the plan according to a better diagnostic and and better knowing your lifestyle. Which is very important to say that most of the data that we collect about the user helps us to create a very personalized dialogue and motivation you to keep on track with the plan and not just to, to accurately diagnose because it, uh, we can act we can very accurately diagnose uh, quite fast just after onboarding the app but it's very important to us to analyze and to understand your lifestyle in order to help you to be on track of the plan hmm. okay um, so what kind of surprising insights have you seen from you know all the work you've done about people's sleep what can you share about so, that? Yeah. So first of all, I think that the most surprising fact that I, I, you know, I saw during the last year or so is that how many people actually suffer from, from sleep disorders. Because every time we pitch the company, it doesn't matter if it's investors, if it's uh, collaborations, other company, PR companies, you name it. It doesn't matter. Technological company, just friends in Friday night. Everyone that I'm telling them about our solution. Uh, there will there will be al always a, one person in the room that will say, "I need this solution. I am not sleeping well. I have a sleeping disorder." So it's like it's something that not a lot of people are talking about. But as soon as you give them the, uh, the stage to talk about it, they are you know seeking for solution because there are not very good solutions in the market today to treat real sleep disorders. So I think that. Uh, the most amazing thing is how many people really suffer from sleep disorders. I think mm. that the second thing is how miserable they are. It's a very, very tough disorder. It's a very tough situation, and you can see people that actually don't sleep for weeks and months, and their, their awareness for seeking solution is so high that some of the, the people that we treat uh, as part of our, our pilots or clinical trials actually are knocking on our office door asking for a solution. They are, they are, they are, they are so into the treatment. They, they, so, they really want to treat themselves so badly that it's very uh, impressive or very surprisingly to see because uh, I can give you an example. When you onboard the app, uh, you need, as I said before, to to uh, to answer some questions. And obviously, as part of the the user experience, user interface uh, 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 design, we thought that this onboard question will be like a, a friction point. So there we will be uh, a lot of uh, people leaving the onboarding uh, process. But exactly as I saw years ago, when when I worked for the financial industry and we wanted to sell online credit, 
when person wants to get credit, he will answer almost every question that you will ask him because he really wants the credit. And it, it is exactly like, like uh, the same here. He really wants the solution. He really wants to sleep better. And you don't see people that do not answer the questions. So actually, the, the questioner is not a friction point, although we thought it would be a friction point, but it's not because they really want a solution so badly that the work that they're willing to do in order to get value is very high. Hmm. Okay, so you're saying people are resistant to filling in the questions or they're not filling them in accurately or you really can't depend on that and you have to observe them when they're not thinking about it in order to get accurate measurements on what will, what will really help them? So actually in sleep, opposed to a lot, a lot of other medical issues, the diagnosis is based on a lot of subjective data. So a person actually can tell you that he sleeps seven hours a night, but then when you sync a Fitbit device or you sync any other device, uh, you can see that he actually sleeps for nine hours or on the opposite direction, he actually sleeps for four hours. So there is a gap between how you grasp your sleep and how you really sleep. And in, in, in healthy people, uh, the gap between the subjective and the objective data is really small because you, you, most of the people really know and they can feel how much time it will take them to fall asleep. It is around 5 to 15 minutes. But with, with people who actually suffer so, from sleep disorders, the gap is much, uh, it's, it's much higher and it's something that actually we put into our algorithm in order to tailor the solution. And therefore, we, uh, the, the data according to the end user is accurate, but according to the objective data, it's not accurate. And this gap is something that we need to address. And this is part of our algorithm and a part of our tailoring the solution too. And this is one of the reasons that we want to sync, to sync devices and to collect data just after we did the assessment, because the gap between the subjective and the objective data is is a very important part of tailoring the solution. So what what are people, uh, how long does it take to collect data on average? And then what kind of experiences have people told you they've had? And how long does it take to, to see results? Okay, so um, so as I said before, we get a very good assessment just after the onboarding questionnaire. And afterwards, we can collect data in order to, to know more about your lifestyle, when you eat lunch, when you go to bed, uh, when you exercise, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it takes us about seven to 10 days in order to get a good profile about a, people, about a person, about a user. And then it is, very, it is very personal how long that it will take you to, to improve your sleep. But in average, it's about eight to 10 weeks of protocol. But what happens with sleep, and this is very important to say, it's very similar to diet or to exercise because it, 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 includes, it includes behavior changes. And therefore, a lot of people actually can improve their sleep after eight or 10 weeks of protocol. And then they will put the app aside or, or the assistant aside. And then maybe in six months or so, they will suffer again from anxiety or, or, or maybe from uh, something which uh, triggers them. Uh, the sleep disorder again, and then they will need to go the, over the protocol again. But the, what we hope is that they will keep the app on their mobile phone in, uh, after they, they know 
that actually days helps them to improve their sleep, and then they will go and use it again. Exactly like aspirin that you have in your shelf. You don't use it every day, but if you have a headache, you know that the solution is in your closet and you can use it. So this is this is the pattern that we see with sleep disorders. They come and go. It's not something that you solve and you will not see it again. Interesting. And why does it take, you know, so many weeks for uh, for them to start feeling better? And it seems like um, people would get discouraged if they try it for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then, you know, it takes eight weeks to get a result. Yeah. So, so it takes eight weeks in order to really improve your sleep and to understand that uh, you achieve something. But obviously along the way, the training program is designed in such a way that you get quick wins along the way. We use gamification and, and we, uh, we use a lot of data in, in such manner that it helps you to understand that you are improving, even though maybe you're not feeling it just, uh, uh, you know, two days or three days after uh, uh, starting the protocol. But it's it's really step by step improvement, and it takes eight to ten weeks in order for you to finish the training um, and to be like a master of how to sleep. This is this is uh, first of all, so you get quick wins along the way. The, um, the the second main issue is, as I said before, is very subjective. So maybe I can sleep for four hours and I will feel great and you will sleep for four hours and you will be very tired. So it takes some time for the algorithm in order to understand what helps you and actually doesn't help mm-hmm. me. And we need to adjust the training along the way. Um, and, and what actually defines at the end if you sleep better, it's not, an, it's not the objective data that maybe you started with five hours of sleep and today you sleep for seven hours. But what actually defines at the end of the training program if you sleep better is the way you see yourself sleeping better. So this is, uh, it takes some time in order for you to understand and to, uh, to believe in your sleep quality and sleep ability and it as and and we call it sleep training it's very similar to training in diet or to training in exercise or any every other training so it is it's a step-by-step improvement hmm. um there is no magic solutions the, for sleep disorders yeah no I'm, I'm sure there's not um what's the feedback you get from people though are they surprised that what works for them or are they uh you know, and do yeah, they feel so like it, a lot better, a little bit better? What, what are they saying? Yeah, so while there is a range of, uh, of uh, comments that we get with our um, uh, focus group and pilots that we're doing, obviously some of the people get really amazing results, some of the people get good results, and some of the people get lousy results, and it's okay. Uh, our average result is better than what they can get with a doctor so and this is and this is the the comparison because when we go when you go to a sleep doctor and you meet him which is not very accessible because there are not a lot of sleep doctors but if you find someone and he will give you a protocol to do and then he will ask you to come back into a month or so to see if you got any improvement actually you stay at home with the protocol written on a paper 
and you need to do it by yourself. 99% of the people actually will do nothing because it's very hard. It's very hard to stop smoking. It's very hard to start an exercise. It's very hard to start and keep on a diet. And it's very hard to do this sleep training program. But if you're using days, the the app actually learns your lifestyle and we help you uh, by the gamification, notification, uh, by giving you the best models for you and attach the best uh, uh, solutions and the best training models are correct for your lifestyle. And this actually helps you to keep on the plan. So actually the science of sleep uh, disorders or how to treat sleep disorders, this is not the big issue with sleep, with sleep training or digital health or sleep solutions. The big holy grail is how do you keep people to keep on track and to do the training until the end. And as you said before, not to be disencouraged and leave the plan. This is the main issue. And right. this is exactly where, where all the data of, of days that we are collecting, this is what we, we're using it for in order to keep you on the plan and to do it day by day. Well, last question. So what is, what is the, the training involved? Like what's the example of some training that you've, uh, told certain people to do? Yeah, so obviously there are models, in, as you said before, that are part of sleep hygiene, which is how your room temperature is, the light surrounding, et cetera, et cetera. So this is, this is like the basic stuff. And then uh, th there are a lot of relaxation sessions, like meditations obviously, uh, by voice. Uh, there are a lot of nutrition recommendations, caffeine and alcohol, uh, uh, um, recommendations and models that helps you and reminders for not using it or when to use, it, use alcohol and caffeine. Uh, there are a lot of models that actually relates to specific sleep disorder like circadian, uh, uh, circadian disorders that we help you to sync your uh, biological uh, circadian clock to the to the real world clock, which is very difficult, and we help mm -hmm. you uh, we help you to train and to move this biological clock day by day. And I'm telling you, it's very difficult to do it because actually we tell you not to go to sleep in a certain hour. We give you tasks and 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 give you ideas of what to do during your time out of bed because we told you just to get to bed at 3 a.m. And you need to get up at 7 a.m. Therefore, you will get not sufficient sleep for 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 a certain period, and uh, and and what actually stands behind it is to get you to a point that you will be very tired in a specific time. And over time, this circadian clock will uh, adjust with the real world clock. So for this, so this is like an example for circadian uh, uh, disorder. Uh, we have a lot of uh, CBTI sessions for insomnia and a lot of recommendations and motivation tools for CPAP adherence, etc. So, so it's very, it's very uh, depends on your specific sleep disorder. But we are using all of what the medical world has to offer, and we mix it in a very smart, personalized way. Gotcha. Okay. And the name of the app is Days, or does it have a different name? So the name of the app is Days, which is a combination, obviously, of day and double Z, which is nights. And, uh, and 
and the focus is exactly on what you're doing along the way in order for you to sleep better along the night, during the night. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, the name of the app is Days. Is it available on Android and iOS, or where can people download it? So people will be able to download it very soon. In, a, in a, It's going to be actually in the stores next week, but uh, the first version uh, will be... Uh, as a startup, first version, it's going to be uh, uh, not all the models will be part of the app. So I believe that it will take about a month or so. So at, at the beginning of November, I believe that all the models will be up and working, including the device sync, etc. And it's going to be available in Android and iOS. Okay. Well, very good. And uh, what's the best way for people to find out more for now? Should they go to a website or how should they contact you? Yeah, so they are more than welcome to visit our days.com website. And um, it's very important to say, I, I'm not sure that uh, we talked about it, uh, but our main main uh, business model where we're aiming to is to improve sleep in the workplace in order to improve productivity, to lower the risk, and to lower the healthcare uh, system utilization. So actually our clients, so what we're aiming to, where we're aiming to, is self-insured employers, um, but is going to be available in the stores because, first of all, we want to uh, fulfill our mission, which is to uh, help people sleep better. And we we are getting up in the morning every day to the office in order to to help people sleep better. But obviously, right. we need we need downloads in order to get a lot of data to improve our algorithm and to improve the product, which will be at the end presented to self-insured employer. Okay. Well, very good. Well, I mean, thank you for coming on the podcast and I appreciate your time. Thank you very much for having me. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.